Hello, and thank you for tuning in to today's episode of More Money for Teachers. This is where professional educators who are serious about their personal finances can spend a few moments and make those moments profitable. So how do teachers create the lifestyle that they want to live today? And how do they create the pool of resources for the lifestyle they want to live in the future? And how do they do all of this on a teacher's salary? These are the questions. This is where you'll find the answers. My name is David Solis, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to share this information with you today. So lean in, listen close, and learn today's lesson so you can live well today and live well tomorrow. The title of today's episode is Nobody Will Make You Eat at Chick-fil-A If You Don't Want to Eat There. Hmm. So, when you visit a Chick-fil-A store, you know exactly what you're going to get, product-wise and service-wise. You also know what they believe with respect to family values and what they believe with respect to God. Yep, I said it, God. And for some reason, this really pisses some people off. And these same people come up with ways to protest, to boycott, and attack Chick-fil-A and all the people who eat there. Why does this happen? Absolutely no one forces any of these people who seem to hate Chick-fil-A to eat there, as far as I know. They're free to go eat anywhere else. They're free to spend their money wherever they want to. This seems to be the best option for all parties concerned, all parties involved. Instead, so many waste their time trying to change Chick-fil-A's company culture and change the minds of those who are attracted to this culture. This only serves to polarize further. Each side of the aisle retreats even farther into their trenches. They dig them even deeper. I say good. These opposite sides of thought do not need to agree, ever. Both sides are free to believe what they want to believe, and they're free to do honest business in the manner which they choose. Full stop, period. The same can be said for who you do business with when it comes to your money. You should do business with those who believe what you believe. And those in the business of providing financial services should only do business with people who believe what they believe with respect to personal finances. If this is not the case, eventually one party or both parties will become dissatisfied and the business relationship will serve no one. So, people in the market for financial services should choose wisely, and advisors who are in the market of growing their practices should also choose wisely. Since I am in the business of providing financial services, and since you may be in the market for such services, let me tell you a few things I believe about personal finances. Number one, I believe people rather than financial institutions should be in control of their money. Number two, I believe that where your money resides is a much greater factor of importance than what rate of return your money earns. If you live by rate of return, you will die by rate of return. Number three, I believe taxes kill wealth. Taxes kill your wealth and taxes kill my wealth. And paying greater amounts of taxes does not make you a greater patriot. Number four, I do not 
believe in going around the tax code. Instead, I believe in going straight through the tax code and learning how to use it to your advantage. Number five, I believe in minimizing and eliminating any risk of monetary losses, and I do not believe that risking even one dollar of principal to loss is necessary. Number six, I believe there's a much greater opportunity in preventing monetary losses than any opportunity in chasing rates of return. Number seven, I believe in self-reliance and I believe in individuals who recognize that they stand a far greater chance to create wealth by the fruits of their own labor than they could ever create by placing money into investments that they don't even understand. Doing so only allows others to use this money to fuel their own companies and live their own dreams. And in exchange, they give you table scraps rather than steak. Those are just a few of the beliefs I have. There's a whole lot of other ones that I believe. But let me stop with those seven. So, if you believe in allowing other people more control over your money than you have, find an advisor who also believes this. If you believe in chasing rates of return like a hamster in a cage running on a hamster wheel, there are plenty of advisors who can put you in that cage and on that wheel. If you believe in paying more taxes than you have to pay, and in paying more taxes than you're legally required to pay, then keep following conventional financial advice and you'll probably wind up doing this. If you believe in taking great risk with your hard-earned money, by all means, knock yourself out. If you're not successful in knocking yourself out, the, mar the market probably will be. If you're waiting on someone to come save you and looking for a magic product, instead of relying on yourself and your own ability to master your personal finances, then I'm sure someone will be offering you the magic pill so you can try it. If any or all of these beliefs are yours, know this, I'm not your guy. I'm definitely not the advisor you're looking for and you're not a prospect for my services. And that's okay. We can still be friends. We just don't have to do business together. Now, if you do believe what I believe with respect to your money and your wealth, contact me. Let's discuss the possibilities of doing business together. You can contact me at wealthandincomefortteachers at gmail.com.